Welcome to the Aging Gracefully podcast. I'm Mary Thompson. And I'm Janae Anderson. Join us as we explore the myths, beliefs, and realities of aging to empower each of us to thrive on all levels, every moment of our lives. Welcome to Aging Gracefully, podcast number one. I'm going to start with a true story. A number of years ago, my husband and I lived in Australia, and we went to visit friends who were in Western Australia. They, the whole community there had recently suffered a pretty bad earthquake. The entire town was really shaken up about it. Um, And our friend told us this incredible story. She said that when the earthquake took place, and of course nobody ever expects an earthquake to take place, and, and the ground is shaking, and things are falling off the walls, and it's, it's very scary. So naturally, a lot of people screamed and ran and tried to find a safe place, and there was a lot of chaos and terror going on, except that there was one person who happened to be the yoga teacher in the area who when the ground started shaking, instead of choosing to run and scream and try to be safe, she instead flung her arms open wide and fell upon the earth and just embraced the mother earth as it shook and went through its changes. What do you think of that story, Mary? Well. This is the Gracefully Aging podcast. Yes. So one thing I think about is how is aging like an earthquake? What is that? Yeah, how is aging like an earthquake? Great question. It's a lot of change and not necessarily change that we see coming. You know how it is one day you look in the mirror, you go, "Ah, where did that come from? So it's change like that. And it's also a change that a lot of us are scared of that we would prefer to run and hide from, be safe from. Um, So it's like that. And so this earthquake, of course, the reason we brought it in to this podcast is because it's quite relevant. We have the choice. Um, There is a lot of cultural agreement that aging is not a good thing. You know, it's it's very much a youth-obsessed culture. And so... Our podcast is about turning it around, flinging our arms open, and embracing the experience. Well, I still want to talk about earthquakes. Do it. (laughs) I grew up in California, where I had the opportunity to have experience with earthquakes firsthand. And what always strikes me as unique about earthquakes is that concept that there's, you never know when it's going to hit. You know, we're all expecting the big one when California's going to fall off the face of the map, right? But it's going to fall into the ocean. And I look at aging like this, that we all know it's out there. We all know it's coming. We're waiting for the big one, right? That big reveal that we've aged. I went gray in my 40s. I think that was kind of a big reveal <laughs> for me. But we look in the mirror and we see our parents and we say, oh my gosh, when did this happen? When did I get old? The earthquake is like that, that all of a sudden it appears. But in reality, the mechanizations beneath the earthquake were happening for a long time, Mm -hmm. millennia, before that one earthquake that hits. So I think often it's more about the fear of the earthquake than it is the earthquake itself. I think that's really true. And there is a lot of fear tied up in the process of aging. 
we're we're all scared of losing our value and um, passing. In, as we say in our on our website, just the the downhill slide into decrepitude. So you know it, it it is scary. And what we are looking to do, Mary, is to help ourselves and our listeners reclaim our own aging experience to explore the fears and the assumptions that we have around it. And there are a lot of fears and assumptions. I think when I was younger, I had a fear of older people. My my grandfather was very old and he was bent over and he, he looked, he was very stern and he typically wanted to talk to me about history. And so there was, there was a lot of fear I had around around him and I kind of spread that out to all older people were to be a, I was to be feared. And of course that generation had the attitude that children were to be seen and not heard. And so you knew you were gonna get into trouble for something just for existing. So I projected a lot of this, what do people, ha- what, what happens to their personalities when they get older? They get mean mm. and they lose their looks and they don't have a lot of people really wanting to hang out with them. So where is it in that story that I want to step into aging if that's going to if I'm going to become mean and I'm not going to look any good and nobody's going to want to hang out with me. We my my sister and I used to go shopping at thrift stores together and we had this term. If you walked into a thrift store that smelled kind of dank and musty, we'd go, "Oh, it's a grandma store." And it's got grandma clothes and we'd turn and walk out. You know, so again, the, the whole aging thing Is that what we have to do? Do we have to age the way our grandparents did? Well, I sure hope not. Because (laughs) I think, and my grandparents probably would have said the same thing. I don't feel like I'm getting any older. Well, sometimes I do. I had an experience last year with sciatica, and I had no idea that sciatica was this painful. But I, I kept thinking, you know, I practice yoga. I do the right things. I shouldn't have any body pain. And then I had to think, oh, I'm getting older. But do I have to suffer simply because I'm getting older? Do you? That's a super good question. I personally think that suffering is optional. (laughs) I like to think that as well. (laughs) And we are here to expand and embrace the aging experience with its positives, with its negatives, to release some of our judgments about it, Mm -hmm. and to explore. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. You mentioned the positives. I'm going to think, what do I find positive about getting older? I'm much more relaxed about things. I don't find myself pushing myself quite so hard to to achieve and to get something done that I tend to be a little bit more likely to slow down and appreciate what's happening around me. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather sit down with someone and really have a great conversation instead of before I was always one step out the door because I had some place to be. Mm. I think that's really true. I think that we start to value experience so much more and uh, the calm experience too. I um, For me, it's acceptance. Acceptance of the way I look, the way other people behave, kind of Everything, the whole, the whole experience. I, I don't fight it or resist it as much. I, again, mm-hmm. there's that embrace. Mm-hmm. I find myself embracing it a lot more than I used to. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm ready to lay on the ground yet <laughs> <laughs> to let the earthquake take me over. But I think the little tremors that come through. Mm-hmm. I want to be gentler with myself around them. When I look down and I look at the back of my hand and I say, Oh my gosh, I've got this crepey skin. And how did that happen? <laughs> 
How did that occur? What I love is the postmenopausal experience. The premenopause, I love it. Premenopause, you know, it's all about, oh my God, it's the time of the month and the hormones are kicking in and you're crying. And then, of course, the, the, the menopausal experience can be pretty devastating. I won't even bother to go into that. But post-menopause, beyond some of the things which we'll talk about in future um, podcasts, dryness and that sort of thing. But beyond that, it's kind of emotionally a lot more smooth sailing. Right. There's not the hormonal push to have different emotions. Yeah, not the, the big waves of emotion. Mm-hmm. And I... I find that really nice, and I'm sure that my husband does too. <laughs> well, I think it's because I. One thing I think is really important, where you mentioned there's positives and possibly some things we interpret as negative aspects of aging. And it's about the positives. It's what are we watching for? What are we looking for that makes a difference? I was in a class recently where the instructor told us to look around the room and to find three or more things that were blue, and he'd be asking us to report back on these things that were blue. So I looked around the room and I found my three blue things. And so then he said, okay, so what did you see that was orange? And I said, what? I didn't see anything orange because I was looking for blue things. And he said, we see what we're looking for. And I, it was one of those aha moments for me because it was that idea that where my attention goes is what I'm going to see more and more of. So if I'm looking for negatives... If I'm looking for the changes in my physical body or in my state of mind or my ability to speak, then I'm going to find all these challenges and I'm going to go down that downhill slide into decrepitude as, as all I think of is the negative. But if I watch for those moments of calm or I watch for those moments of intimacy where I have the time and opportunity to go deeper with people, then I'm going to find more and more of those. And I'm really going to embrace the positives that exist at this time. And that's very much what our podcast is about. Looking for the good parts. It doesn't mean we're going to negate the things that are hard or avoid them even. But it's how do we fling our arms wide over the small tremors and get ready for any, any of the big ones and that having that same attitude when and if the big one should hit. So yeah, expanding and embracing. Well, how about us? Here we are, two people you haven't met before, (laughs) Janae and Mary. So Janae, would you take a few minutes and tell us who are you and what brought you here? Sure. I am a longtime wife. I am the mother of a 14-year-old, which makes me an older mother. Uh, I have, for all of my adult life pretty much, I've been a deep explorer of health and wellness. And that's inner health as well as outer health. So by inner health, I mean that I have, um, I've had a daily meditation practice. And um, that has been a really interesting, you know, as the years go by, you know, having done this now for three or four decades, looking back, it's been a way of training myself daily to calm down to keep my mind focused. And, you know, wandering attention is definitely a sign of getting older. So I find that meditation and yoga, which keeps me fluid and resilient, that those two things are really holding me in good stead as the years march by. I am 58 years old now, I think. I might be 57, so don't hold me to that. (laughs) 
<laughs> the memory is the first thing to go. <laughs> uh, so I, I've traveled the world teaching and studying yoga and meditation. Um, I am a certified love and logic instructor, so I teach parenting classes. I'm an ordained minister, which means that at times I give services, I do weddings, I do counseling, that kind of thing. A non-denominational minister, so I do honor all paths. Um, Yoga's been interesting because when you're 25 and doing yoga, there's no limit to what you can do. And when you're 57 or 58, whatever I am, you look at it and you go, well, wow, that one is hurting my joints. And so now I'm spending time in yoga in wonder and curiosity going, wow, you know, this one I'm going to need a workaround for. Exploring new ways to experience that same flexibility and joy and energy. Um, I find as I get older that there is a deeper focus on my inner life than ever before. Um, I, at this age, I'm really getting that I'm so much more than my body. You know, and I've spent decades feeling into that idea, but now I feel it ripening. I, I feel its truth. And I find that makes this an amazing time of life. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Tell us about you, Mary. Okay. Well, I'm going to be 60 next year, and I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I think about with turning 60 is being a teenager and trying to imagine when you were old. And I think for me when I was a teenager, old was maybe 40, maybe 50. 60 would have been beyond my comprehension. So seeing that number really got me interested in this idea of aging gracefully. I'm also an older mom. I have a 15-year-old son, and I think that tends to keep me a little bit younger. I feel with having an, a young, being older when my son was born, I feel like I took the time more than I would have in my 20s and my 30s. My background is in health. I'm an Ayurvedic teacher for over 20 years, and Ayurveda is a holistic health science from India that uses herbs and diet and lifestyle recommendations to create health. So I'm more likely to combat a cold with a turmeric ginger tea as opposed to taking Sudafed. So I'm always looking for natural treatments. I'm also married, been married for a while now, and enjoying that. So we'll also be talking about what happens with relationships as we age. Mm -hmm. You know, how do, how do we manage that sexuality and how do we manage our intimacy and how do we manage being vital women in relationship as we get older? when we're not working so much or when our husbands retire. Some of the things I've noticed about aging, I've noticed physical changes that have gone on in my body. You know, I've never had problems with certain foods and all of a sudden, oh, I can't digest that very well and begin to see changes in the way my digestive system works. Or maybe I'm not sleeping as well sometimes. I like the fact that the hormonal shifts are now gone that happened monthly but now there's some other things that are happening in the body and my mind and my emotions that I can embrace or I could fight, but in reality, they're just maybe the new normal and trying to explore some of those. I'm trying to think if there's other things about my own history that bring me here today. Most of it is just interest in navigating this shift that's occurring and wanting to do it in a way that feels authentic, that I feel I can be present for, and this podcast gives me an opportunity to work with my good friend, Janae, 
and to, for us to spend some time together and explore some of these concepts together because we don't think that we're isolated. We don't think that we're unique in our stepping into this age in the ways in which we're experiencing what's happening to our bodies, to our minds, to our emotions, to our lives. And because we don't feel like we're unique, we're looking to interact and to find some way to reach out and hopefully to inspire you to start looking at your life for the positives as well. To empower you to see this new time of our lives as a discovery and growth experience versus a scary and losing proposition. Right. Because we firmly believe that the direction you're facing is the direction you're going to go. Yes. So we're always turning our face towards the positives because that's the direction we want to go. And being authentic at the same time. <laughs> that's always that's always the thing. It's always <laughs> a, kind of the motivation. So we're going to take time during the podcast to look at what aging looks like. We're going to explore what do we believe to be true about aging and ask ourselves the question, is it true? Does it have to be true? Is there some other way we could look at it? That sounds so impactful. <laughs> really, because then we're empowered to make the change. Yeah. I think there's that Gandhi line, be the change. And you want to be the change in your life because the only constant in everything you're engaged in is you. Right. Oh, myths, yeah, but also common beliefs around aging and uh, different approaches, common experiences in our 50s and 60s and 70s. We'll be bringing in uh, people. We'll be interviewing them and asking how they maintain their health and vitality and positive attitude. The whole thing, physical, mental, spiritual issues around aging. Right. So what I'd encourage you to do is to look for your role models. Some of the people we're interviewing are in their 80s, and they are exemplary aging people as far as I'm concerned, because they're really embracing that aging process and they have this positive outlook, maintain their physical, mental, emotional health, and are very authentic. So what I'd encourage you to do is look around for those role models that you see who are aging gracefully. And if you feel emboldened, ask them, how did they do that? Because that's where we're headed and we want to be there beautifully. Beautiful. And also watch your inner dialogue. Watch what you say to yourself about aging. You know, oftentimes when we say, oh, I'm feeling old, it's derogatory, right? It's, it's like fat. Old is like fat. It's a derogatory word. So, and we'll have some podcast coverage of this kind of thing in the future. But how can you turn your own inner dialogue around to make this a more fun and exciting part of your life? In closing, I'd like to leave you with a quote from Sophia Loren. There is a fountain of youth. It is your mind, your talents, the creativity you bring to your life and the lives of people you love. When you learn to tap this source, you will truly have defeated age. This is Mary Thompson and Janae Anderson. On behalf of Aging Gracefully, thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs>